0: Welcome back to Sleep for Performance Radio, Audio Abstracts. Okay, first of all, I need to apologise Have not been releasing some of these. Work has been a little bit crazy and I have to focus on my own sleep and performance. So apologies for not getting some of these ones out. The podcasts have been tipping away nicely in the background, um, but we are going to try and get some more of these audio abstracts out over the next few months. And uh, whilst I've been traveling and doing a lot of work, um, what I have been keeping an eye on is the new literature that's coming out, and it's really interesting. And the one I want to talk about today is called Weekend Catch-Up Sleep is a Lie. So this is a very topical one. But before we do, we've got a small advert that we're going to just play here. Um, So after the advert, we'll get into the audio abstract. Exercise and diet are well-established in society as two pillars for optimising our health. However, both are supported by a foundation that is often forgotten, yet even more integral to our health, namely sleep. The Sleep Recovery Specialist course is an innovative online education experience that provides an in-depth knowledge base, important sleep assessment tools, and a wide range of effective strategies for supporting clients to improve their sleep habits and behaviours improve your sense of happiness and well-being daily energy and alertness recovery from physical training reduce risk of obesity and diabetes and reduce your appetite and sweet cravings achieve all of this and more for further information and to enroll online please visit www.nordicfitnesseducationblog.com all right let's get into this one so this week uh, the audio abstract is from an article that I picked up in the Washington post. I tried to be sophisticated and read these articles Uh Weekend catch up sleep as a lie is the title of the uh, Washington post article, but the actual paper itself is called ad Libitum," a bit of latin there weekend recovery sleep fails to prevent metabolic dysregulation during a repeating pattern of insufficient sleep and weekend recovery sleep I love these titles of these papers. are all so long. But this is a great paper. Um, the author, the lead author here, was a guy called Christopher Deppner. And the supervisor here on this, if the order is correct, and shows me the correct order, it's Kenneth P. Wright. And Kenneth Wright is in uh, Colorado and has done some work on studies where they've had uh, students or adolescents out in the wild. So you may have seen this before without the imposition of... Um, electronic devices, basically sleep with natural light and dark cycles and had a massive improvement. So that that Ken's done some really uh, interesting work before Ken Wright. So in this paper, it's really interesting because the highlights of this paper are sleep, lost, sleep loss increased after dinner energy intake and reduced insulin sensitivity. In total, participants slept an extra 1.1 hour during weekend recovery versus baseline. So the baseline would have been, you know, sort of Monday to Friday. After dinner, energy intake was reduced during weekend recovery sleep. And weekend recovery sleep did not prevent weight gain or reduced insulin sensitivity. Now, this um, article has been published in Current Biology, so it's a pretty interesting paper. So people, th- the summary of this article is this. People commonly increase sleep duration on the weekend to recover from sleep loss incurred during the work week so pretty common get this a lot when we go around and talk to businesses or we do talks with athletes to go oh yeah i don't sleep great like monday to friday but on saturday and sunday i really focus on sleep and try and get an you know, extra few hours so the, the thing is is this really practical is this really achievable so in this study here they assess sleep circadian timing energy intake, weight gain and insulin sensitivity during sustained insufficient sleep over nine nights and during recurrent insufficient sleep following ad Libidum. oh god I can't pronounce half these Latin words ad-lib generally we say for that we'll shorten that so basically as they wanted to do weekend recovery sleep healthy young adults were randomly assigned to one of three three groups I can't pronounce TH either you would think with the education I have I'll be able to speak Number one, control group. They had nine hour sleep opportunities. So there was eight people in this one. Two, sleep restriction without recovery sleep. So this sleep restriction group, five hours, and it was 14 in this. And the final one, three, sleep restriction with weekend recovery sleep. So insufficient sleep for five days, like a classic work week, then two days of weekend recovery, then two nights of insufficient sleep, and it was 14 in that group. So i like to study for a number of reasons. And um, we'll go back to kind of the background on this again. Like, we keep hearing this all the time. You know, I'd skimp on sleep during the week and I'd make it up for it on the weekend. It's just not possible. Now, a lot of researchers have known for a long time that this sleep deprivation ha- can cause waking and increase other health risk diabetes, uh, issues like diabetes. And if you look at Ivan um, Cowder's research or other people in this area, we see this. Long-term sleep deprivation these people have uh, higher rates of obesity and also higher rates of type 2 diabetes and then other sort of issues as well metabolic related conditions that go on there as well so we you know this kind of whole thing about focusing on sleep health performance fitness work all kind of integrates and and, and kind of melds into one big pot so it all actually feeds into the one thing so this uh, this paper is said in Current Biology, you know, really kind of just basically at the start, it says that it's, you're going to, we're not going to find this, we're not going to find that basically sleeping in for excessive periods on a weekend is going to make up for it. And, you know, I often say it to people as well, if you sleep five hours a night during the week and then you have a marathon sleep at the weekend, like even if we just use very simple maths and say five days, you get five hours sleep, you're down three hours every night, that's 15 hours of a sleep that you want to try and make up. Now you've got to sleep your normal at hours on the weekend, so a Saturday and Sunday night, and make up for those 15 hours. You're not going to spend 14, 15 hours in bed. If you look at it that way, it's just not going to happen. Now what's interesting in this paper, what they found was that whilst people um, having a weekend recovery sleep had some benefits after a single week of insufficient sleep, those gains were completely gone the next week. So in other words, if you do it for one week, you might get away with it. But if you start doing it for successive weeks, week in, week out, you're just not going to have... Um, any benefit from it. Uh, as Kenneth says here as well in the Washington Post article and in the paper uh, it's it's kind of like smoking once was people would smoke and wouldn't see the media effect their health, but people will say now that smoking is not a healthy lifestyle choice and it's the same around sleep as well we constantly spread this message as well and we've seen lots of research around the negative impacts uh, from a safety perspective where people have micro sleeps and crashing cars in the in the short to medium term but in the long term as well we need to safeguard people's health because we have saw, seen some big epidemiology studies um, and the world health organization you know with people having shift work or permanent night shift basically leading to sleep deprivation causing potentially uh, breast cancer or the odds ratio increasing for that uh, michael gradner also says on this study as well uh, michael's at the university of arizona college of medicine i'll be actually speaking in a symposium with michael in vancouver at world sleep in september Michael says here that this study reinforced that people need to stop thinking of sleep as a balance sheet. Imagine a person who had who had nothing but cheeseburgers and French fries Monday through to Friday, but dined only on celery and kale on the weekends. Uh, I think Michael, maybe some people are doing the opposite. Of that. They're probably eating cheeseburgers and French fries all weekend and then trying to get healthy on Monday. Um, but but the, 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 it's a it's a good uh, it's a good way to illustrate this point. And as Michael says here, drastically cutting calories all week and then binging on a giant pizza wouldn't restore equilibrium either. Then he argued it is essential what people are doing uh, when they skip sleep on weekdays with the idea they can make up for on the weekend, and we we just can't. You know, it's just it's just not possible. You know. So as Michael says here, and as I was alluding to earlier on, when you're talking about something as complex as uh, metabolism, it's very much about balance and equilibrium. Uh, you're chasing numbers of hours and then trying to make make them all add up. It's just not about the balance. You know, you've got to take that long-term view as well. And as Kenneth says here, Ken Wright, he says, you know, this study really shows that people should prioritize sleep and more so on a daily basis because if you, you know, constantly kind of rob yourself or steal sleep away every day by trying to get more done technically or be awake for more hours, uh, you, you're just gonna you're just gonna pay for it at the end of the day, you know. And we've said it on this podcast before, and I think Tim Ferriss has said uh, there is no biological free ride. You're gonna pay for it sooner or later. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna get away with it. So, um, you know, this this paper here really shows it. Uh, and in the in the research itself, the findings have found that you know insulin sensitivity decreased by thirteen percent during insufficient sleep. Um, muscle insulin sensitivity decreased by nine percent, nine percent to twenty seven percent during insufficient sleep as well for other groups and uh, that basically you know during the weekend total sleep duration was lower in women versus men as well and energy intake decreased to baseline levels in women but not in men and this study the findings suggest that weekend recovery sleep is not an effective strategy to prevent metabolic dysregulation associated with recurrent insufficient sleep so the message here guys is really you know focus on sleep each and every day um if you are gonna have a poor night's sleep you wanna try and make up for it as soon as possible, but constantly wrecking your body Monday or Friday and trying to make up for it on the weekend is uh, is just not gonna be feasible. So this was recently published in the journal Current Biology, uh, on March eighteenth. So a very interesting study. Uh we will put the link to this in the show notes and the Washington Post article as well. Uh hope you enjoy this. Trying to mix up the audio abstracts in the future as well with some kind of you know contemporary type stuff or you know media not just always the papers and um, trying to give it him a short bite okay thanks for listening sleep well